we'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for May 14th, 2017. This is part two. Uh, next report, we're going to totally switch gears here more to the current events. <clears throat> it's entitled an exclusive congressional expert North Korea prepping EMP catastrophe aimed at U.S. home front. So again, as me as a watchman, I have to make my listeners aware of things like this because whether this is something the New World Order does, New World Order does to America totally independently of North Korea, or whether it's something that North Korea is able to miraculously pull off, which I, I don't think they could. Uh, it, it appears that every time they try to launch a missile, either we are sabotaging it or their technology is so bad that they're crashing them, uh, not even getting them off the ground or they're going into the ocean, this type of thing. Either way, with either scenario, it would be a uh, unbelievably bad scenario for america uh you look at the series uh, it's called revolution and i believe that's one of those post emp attack or at least the same residual effect as an emp i don't even know if it was an emp i think it was something they did to kill the electrical grid uh i don't know if it, it was exactly an emp i kind of forget uh they pulled that series uh, in, in the last episodes because they were getting into concentration camps and mind control. And I think that was hitting a little too close to home. So the series was pulled. It was very, very popular and never heard from again. It's called Revolution. I'm not saying go watch it, but it's it's very much the scenario I do believe the New World Order would like to move us into, at least one of the possible scenarios. And this could do it. Uh, North Korea has two different satellites that fly over America uh, every day. That a lot of people may not be aware of. I have talked about it in previous studies. Anyway, we're going to look at that more here. While the international community and news media focus on North Korean missile tests and the country's nuclear program, one expert warned on Sunday that North Korea may be secretly assembling the capability to take out significant parts of the U.S. homeland via an EMP attack or electromagnetic pulse. Generally speaking, what this is is you're going to detonate a nuclear device in the high atmosphere over a given locality and what it's going to do is fry all of the electronics um, in that area underneath it it's not so much what you're worrying about there is the radioactive fallout it's more so what it's doing to the electronic infrastructure which is going to just totally shut down those countries that are totally dependent upon their electronics their grid the internet and these types of things to in order to operate and this also affects vehicles and a lot of different other things, and that will be discussed here. Dr. Peter Vincent Pry is the executive director of the Task Force on National and Homeland Security and is the chief of staff of the Congressional EMP Commission. I didn't even know they had a Congressional EMP Commission. Speaking on this reporter's talk radio program, Pry pointed to the two North Korean satellites that are currently orbiting, orbiting the U.S. at trajectories, he says, are optimized for a surprised EMP attack. So again, whether North Korea actually were able to pull this off or whether we did it and blamed them, either way is a really, really bad <laughs> scenario. So I'm going to go ahead and, and play this interview here, uh, about 13 minutes of it. Fusing news reporting with investigative journalism with talk radio. Now back to Aaron Klein, investigative radio. Check the 
Your phone number here is 877-970-2999. Taking more questions and comments shortly. Right now, I want to go to the guest line, and I want to turn to North Korea. Um, totally unhinged, and we have to pay very careful attention to the threats coming from North Korea because they're being minimized in a massive way by the news media. On Friday now, North Korea now accuses the United States and also, of course, South Korea of unsuccessful assassination attempt on Kim Jong-un, uh, this time he claims involving chemical, uh, sorry, biological weapons. North Korea's Ministry of Street Security said that it will, quote, ferret out and mercilessly destroy the terrorists, quote-unquote, in the CIA and in, in the South Korean intelligence agencies, and this after multiple threats by North Korea against the Trump administration and also against the United States home front. And I want to go immediately to the U.S. home front and the threats from North Korea because the media is not fully outlining what they are. So I want to do that right now with Peter Vincent Pry, who is the executive director, and this is very important, chief of congressional EMP commission. He's also the executive director of the Congressional Task Force on National and Homeland Security. Uh, Peter Vincent Pry, Dr. Pry, welcome back to Aaron Klein Investigative Radio. Thank you so much for having me, Aaron. Always a pleasure. Thank you. So I, I want to get immediately to this Newsmax piece that you wrote because it's excellent. And you outlined how the media, you even cited a very recent example, is minimizing in a massive way, and this is very dangerous, The uh, not just the missile threat, not just the nuclear threat, but I want to turn to the EMP threat, which they seem to be missing altogether. In fact, you write, quote, speculation is accepted as gospel that North Korea allegedly does not have a re-entry vehicle capable of penetrating the atmosphere. They all allegedly lack guidance systems accurate enough to strike a military target or at intercontinental ranges, even a city. So putting aside the missile threat, which um, we addressed uh, many times here on this radio show, and the media, again, is minimizing, you don't even need a reentry uh, for an EMP attack, correct? That's right, because the uh, warhead would be detonated above the atmosphere, exo-atmospherically, so you don't have to penetrate the atmosphere and re-enter uh, to, uh, to, to strike a city. So then, therefore, when the media here talks, and we talk also about the missile threat, of course, and of the nuclear threat, uh, something that Iran, we can learn a lot from when it comes to the nuclear deal with Iran, let's look, how uh, specific is the EMP threat from North Korea? Do you believe there's evidence that they have been preparing for just that? While we're sitting there focusing on the nuclear threat, which we should, on the missile threat, it's all interconnected. Has North Korea, over the years, been preparing, been testing for a possible EMP attack? Well, the EMP Commission certainly believes so. And uh, we've got the lead in the U.S. government. Our charter from Congress, uh, you know, basically is to advise Congress, the President, the Department of Defense. Uh, we have uh, our, our powers are such that we can order, we can get any classified and unclassified information we need, and we can task analysis on these departments and agencies. So we have extraordinary powers to get at the truth about what's really happening. And yet nobody in the mainstream media seems to want to talk to us. Instead, they would prefer to talk to people who have no expertise at all on this subject, people like Jeffrey Lewis in 38 North, for example, as I mentioned in, in the article. 
And there's compelling evidence that the North Koreans know about the nuclear EMP attack. It's part of the nuclear threat. You'd use a nuclear weapon, you know, to detonate above the atmosphere. Although there are also non-nuclear EMP weapons, which North Korea has also actually used against South Korea. It's one of the most astonishing things, too, that uh, critics uh, seem to be unaware of. The North Korea actually has conducted non-nuclear EMP attacks against South Korea in 2010, 2011, and 2012. They, they have a, uh, a radio frequency cannon, so-called, puts out basically non-nuclear EMPs, like microwave radiation, and they used it in those three years to impose an electromagnetic blockade on Seoul. Hmm. You know, they were threatening airliners, uh, you know, with it, because the electronics and airliners and their global positioning systems are put at risk by this thing. And uh, uh, for some days, they managed to keep all, block all air traffic from going into, into Seoul. And some of the other consequences during these three years when North Korea made these non-nuclear EMP attacks against South Korea is it caused automobiles so they couldn't start, radio stations were blacked out all along uh, along uh, in Seoul and in towns and cities along near the demilitarized zone within range of this. So we know for a fact that North Koreans know about EMP-type weapons and have actually used them for three, for three years in the past. We, uh, the commission was, they marched in a highly unusual uh, uh, effort by, uh, by two Russian generals who claimed they were there on their own. But, you know, Russian generals never do a demarche without the permission of Moscow. Hmm. And in 2004, they met, uh, they met with the EMP commission, asked to meet with us, and warned us that the design information for the Rus- Russia's super EMP nuclear warhead had allegedly been accidentally transferred to North Korea, and that, moreover, due to brain drain from Russian scientists, that there were Russian and Chinese scientists in North Korea helping North Korea work on uh, developing a super EMP weapon. Yeah, I mean, uh, you point out, and this was um, uh, April 30th, where South Korean officials told uh, the the Korean uh, Times there, uh, this was after the media told us also that there was a, a test on April 29th, it was a medium-range missile, that the media told us was a failure, but South Korea actually is pointing out that it was detonated deliberately at 72 uh, kilometers altitude, which actually happens to be pretty much the optimum burst height, you write, uh, for an EMP attack. So, get it, you're, you, uh, we're speaking with Dr. Peter Pry, who's the Chief of Staff of the Congressional EMP Commission, and I'm uh, very glad that you're now in this critical position. Uh, how would you advise right now Donald Trump to address this uh, obviously unaddressed, largely, uh, issue when it comes to North Korea and EMP? Well, first, the first thing I'd recommend to the president is that he shoot down the two North Korean satellites that are currently orbiting over our country on trajectories that are optimized for making a surprise EMP attack. You know, we've got two North Korean satellites that are in permanent orbit. Uh, one was launched in 2012. The other was launched in uh, uh, last year. I believe it was February 7th. So they're, they're called the KMS-3 and the KMS-4. And they're on south polar trajectories. They this is another possible gift from our Russian friend. <laughs> During the Cold War, the Russians had a secret weapon they called the Fractional Orbital Bombardment System. And the idea was to do a surprise EMP attack against the United States by disguising a 
a warhead if it's a satellite. And because uh, uh, a satellite trajectory is different from an ICBM trajectory that's aimed to go to a city. You know, for accuracy on an ICBM, you, you launch it on a lower energy, 45-degree angle, and it follows a classic ballistic trajectory like a rifle play, you know, uh, to land your missile on a city. But to put a satellite in orbit, you follow a different trajectory. It doesn't have accuracy, but it puts the satellite up there so that it can stay in permanent orbit. So it looks different in terms of the trajectory. And guys watching their radar screens tend not to get alarmed when they see a missile being launched on that satellite trajectory because they assume, well, that's for peaceful, pur peaceful purposes. <laughs> if all you think about is the classic nuclear attack against the city or a military base by blasting it, you're looking for that other ballistic trajectory, not a satellite trajectory. So the idea was, you know, put a nuclear weapon in a satellite, launch it on a satellite trajectory to the south, so it's also flying away from the United States, and then orbit it over the south pole and come up on the other side of the Earth so that it approaches us from the south. Because we didn't during the Cold War, and even today, we still don't have ballistic missile early warning radars looking south. We don't have any national missile defenses to the south. We're basically mm -hmm. blind to defenseless to the south and can't see anything coming from that direction. Then when this gets over the United States, you light it off so it doesn't EMP attack. In the Russian case, they were planning, what they were mainly interested in was, was paralyzing our strategic forces and our strategic command and control and communications so that we couldn't talk to our forces, and hopefully many of the forces themselves, the bombers, the ICBMs, the submarine support would be paralyzed, and, uh, and that would give them time to then launch their mass attack across the North Pole to blow up our ice dam. So they kill them once with EMP and then kill them again by blasting the bases, you know, by using their long-range missiles like the SS-18. Hmm. So this could really, I mean, the scenario he just stated there, let me just restate it if you didn't catch all of that in a nutshell. North Korea has two different satellites that go over America uh, every day, I believe the at least once these satellites they come from south to north we do not really have any um <clears throat> defenses directed south meaning we don't have a lot of our early detection warning things detecting from something coming from the south to the north meaning our our southern border to the north because the countries that are to the south of us are not countries that we're worrying about getting nuked from or worrying about they're going to make some type of, you know, frontal assault on us, like Mexico, Central America, Brazil, these types of countries. But these uh, North Korean satellites are coming from south to north, and if they were, uh, if they were equipped with nuclear devices and the EMPs went off, and depending on you know how well the the EMP was, how high it was, how how much power that it had regarding the nuclear device, it would cripple America, which would then allow us to be invaded. Now he's saying the actual invasion would be from the then from coming from the north, the Russians. But because of the EMPs, it would have disabled a lot of our own electronics. Now I know that our military though has a lot of things that are what they call hardened, meaning. A lot of their devices, a lot of their equipment will not be affected by an EMP, but it would absolutely devastate the civilian infrastructure and um, 
it would be a very, very worst case type scenario because America, if we got hit with two, two different EMP devices, let's say one, uh, both coming from south to north, one going over, let's say, the eastern part and one going over the western part, I don't know how much it could actually affect, whether it could wipe out the whole country, I don't know. I think it depends on the power of the nuclear device again, um, the height, the whole nine yards, I, I don't know, but... Let's say it could take out a large part. Well, we, for the most part, communication-wise, may be somewhat defenseless, which would give then, if Russia was going to attack, and again, we've got Russian troops on our soil, we've got... Now, am I saying that we that, that the powers that be, the Illuminati, would know nothing about this? No, they would coordinate all of this. I mean, they're the ones that have brought the Russian troops over. They're the ones that, that have the underground bases with the Chinese in them, and then these other... Uh, countries that have been seen on our soil this would be their time to go quote hot this would be time to activate the trojan horse that's already here on our soil uh, they would be the welcoming committee essentially they'd already be here they would they would um, pave the way for the troops that would come in from russia probably also across the bering strait through alaska then um, coming from the north uh, russia could invade that way um, china could obviously they've oh, they've got they've taken over a lot of our shipping ports in california we've given that to them all of these things and this is the thing that you know if trump is really um going to be you know like like this whatever he's claiming that that he is and, and obviously if you've listened to my last teachings you know there's a lot of gigantic red flags red flags i'm not going to make an apology for because it's it's information that's verifiable and in true um, but if he really was fighting for America, he would start dismantling these things that are going on, where the Chinese, where we've given away the ports to the Chinese, where we're, we're giving, I mean, so many things going on with the United Nations and the underground bases. And I know you may say, well, he doesn't have that kind of power, whatever. But yeah, but these are things that are beyond giant red flags. These are things that are, I mean, literally, we are funding our own destruction because these are, are being funded by our own tax dollars. I've reported on this over and over again with the underground bases and the national parks and the foreign troops, and then you've got all of the other stuff going on, like in California and the La Raza and that whole Reconquista movement where, you know, with the um, illegal aliens wanting to take back huge swaths of land, then you have the Oroville Dam situation. You have a lot of different scenarios that could take also place at the same time. Uh, this could be the way that it all kicks off. Maybe it'll be the Royal Dam. I don't know. But again, they operate typically when they really, really want to pull the switch on this. I really do believe it's going to be through a term that they like to use called shock and awe, where we'll be hitting, we will, we will be getting hit as a populace on multiple fronts in a very, very short period of time. Um, who knows? You might have biologicals. You might have a pandemic. A lot of these different things can be arranged now i'm not saying god hasn't been uh unbelievably um the, the grace i believe and the mercy he's bestowed to america in particular is is incomprehensible but most likely there is going to come a time uh when this goes off and this is the last domino that has to fall in order for the new world order as far as that plan goes to be put in place in earnest in in the globalists have said this that america has to fall so this may be the way that they do it 
And I know I've given you a lot of scenarios, even in the since the start of the year, about the ways this could go off. And it's probably going to boil down to multiple things happening. Uh, because then they don't have all their eggs in one basket as well. So let's go back to this report. The Russian plan, but the cutting edge of the plan, you know, was this EM, surprise EMP attack. And the North Korean satellites are, are doing exactly the same thing. We don't, now the North Korea doesn't have enough missiles or sophisticated enough missiles to blow up our missile bases and, uh, and bomber bases. Uh, well, actually, it didn't. We've dismantled so many of our bomber bases, it wouldn't be hard for them to develop that number. You know, we, don't, we used to have 50 strategic air command bomber bases. We've reduced those to three. So even a little country like North Korea could actually eventually get the ability to take out our bomber weapons. Hmm. But what they seem to be doing with the satellites is the EMP part of it. And they're, they don't seem to be as interested in, well, possibly it is also you could use... Now, remember what he said. And he's saying nobody's listening to us. He's on the EMP Commission for our own government. He's saying what he thinks President Trump should do is shoot those satellites down that are going over America. Listen, with the way Kim Jong-un is, is, is acting and as much of a madman that that devil is, that should be priority number one. Getting rid of those satellites. And again, I, I, I have to really question with this whole thing with, with Trump because it's like, okay, why aren't, you, why aren't you seeing this? You've obviously addressed this. You've obviously threatened him back. Why on God's green earth would you be letting those two satellites go over America every day? That is by far the biggest threat they could, uh, they could pose against us right now because their, their missile capabilities are kind of a joke. Every time they try to launch something, but if they already had a nuke on the satellites, it's not dependent upon a missile anymore. They could just detonate it and get the desired effect, which is absolute total devastation of America. I mean, they said like within one year of an EMP attack, they've done predictions and they were, you know, it's like 80 to 90% of the population would be dead just because of so many different factors that play there. All the trucks stopped running no more medications no i mean cities turning into war zones they basically i've heard the scenarios that they would just wall off the cities they would cord them off the military and just let people kill each other and then at a certain point like after six months i believe or, or however many then they would go in and do mop up that's the scenario now what would that do would that help fulfill the georgia guidestones to reduce world population to 500 million in perpetual balance with nature which is the first commandment of their of their new world order yeah it sure would it would sure get us on the way would that line up with those deagle statistics and the other statistics of the un 2050 and 2030 what the un is predicting the population is going to be like with the that deagle company if you don't know what that is just can't deagle d-e-a-g-e-l um in the keyword search search box at contendingfortruth.com, they're tied in with the CIA, and that they predicted that by the year, I believe, 2025, we're going to have like a 85 to 80 percent reduction in population in the, in the United States. How's that going to happen? Unless there's some type of unbelievably cataclysmic event going on on U.S. soil. Now, can God intervene? Can God give us? Yeah, sure. I'm telling you, these are their plans. Have their plans been pushed back before? Yes, I firmly believe that. But there's going to come a time when 
and uh, particularly with America, I guess is stiff-necked and is worldly and is, is with all of the things that are going on with the abortion clinics and the sodomite movements and, and just so many things that are going on that are defiling the land. There are There is going to most likely come a time, though, when God lifts that protective hedge and these things are, become a reality, which, you know, kind of lines up with what the Bible says about the end times, okay, in Daniel and Revelation and other parts of the New Testament. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of cataclysms. There's a very high likelihood, though, it may start here in America first. Use the EMP to, to attack our strategic forces, too, if they've got a super EMP warhead, which is which is what the Russians told us they were, were working on. It has field strengths that are so high that it could damage and destroy even our protected EMP systems. But I think what they're mainly going for is... So, in the, other words, Russia has missiles that they could deploy, I believe, with multiple warheads... Remember, the nukes that they have nowadays are exponentially stronger than the ones they used to end World War II, or supposedly in World War II. I know there's a lot of theories about that. They're exponentially stronger. So they've got EMPs that he's saying could even shut down potentially our hardened equipment, meaning things that are supposedly EMP-proof, like what the military would have access to. Um, and I've talked a lot before in the past about, you know, there are certain electronics that you really should have protected. Like if you have, let's say, survival type electronics communication equipment or anything you would need to live in a grid down scenario, like your solar, if you have a solar, um, unit that could power maybe small appliances or be used to charge other things. These are things that if you're not using them now, ideally should be stored in an EMP-proof container. An easy way to do it, and you can go up on the internet, is to just get a um, large uh, metal trash cans and line them with like thin carpet. What you do not want, you do not want the metal touching your electronics. Like if you just put it in there, electronic, like let's say you had radios and they're just literally touching the metal of the trash can. You don't want that. You want to take like a thin uh, carpet. I tried, I used rubberized black paint, but man, that stuff, I, I yes, I do believe that works, but it smells so bad that it, it outgasses for months and months and months. And so it's not really practical unless you put like an ozonator in the actual trash can and run it at full blast for a while to get the smell out. It's not practical. I've seen people use the thin carpet, though. They cut it to size, and then they... You know, it's kind of hard to get it just perfect on a trash can, but you just don't want... You, you don't want the metal touching. But that's an EMP-proof container. You, you put the, the lid down, seal it down, and now you've got an EMP-proof container. There's a lot of different little bags you can buy for electronics that if you're going to... Like, if you're backing up your computer and between times when you back it up, you store things like that in like these EMP-proof bags, those are up. But you can find out about a lot of these just on YouTube. Just key in EMP-proof container, make, build, um, options, stuff like that. You'll find there's so much stuff you have access to. Like the Bible says in Daniel that, that many shall run to and fro, but then in, in the end times, knowledge shall increase. Okay, And there's a lot of knowledge out there that um, could be very beneficial to you in this type of EMP and grid down situation. The unhardened 
electric grid, transportation, communications, and all the other civilian critical infrastructure that we depend upon to keep our population alive. And uh, I think that they're positioning themselves as sort of a nuclear missile age, cyber age version of battleship diplomacy, in my view, hmm. you know, so that they can constantly have, they're going to try to build a constellation of these satellites so that they can always have one of them very close to being over the United States or over the United States. And uh, then if a crisis comes up and we decide we're going to attack North Korea, you know, Kim Jong-un can tell, will tell, threaten our president and say, don't do that because we're going to burn your whole country down, which is basically what he's, what he said. I mean, he's made threats to turn the United States into ashes. And he's connected his satellite program to this actual in public statements. Uh, uh, Again, this is by far the biggest threat North Korea poses to America, and we're doing virtually nothing about it. Nothing. I mean, it's it's the height of insanity to let that devil launch satellites over America. I mean, not launch, but they're literally over us in a trajectory every single day. Two different ones. It's insane. Deter us from attacking. And uh, the other possibility is, uh, or in addition to that, you know, if we don't listen to those threats, then by destroying our country, taking out our civilian critical infrastructures, you know, our military can't operate independently of our civilian base, our civilian electric grid, all of the economy and uh, transportation systems. All of these things are necessary to project and sustain our military force overseas. So if you want to, wanted to win a new Korean war, that's one of the things you would, you would, you would certainly consider doing, is, uh, is uh, taking out the United States homeland itself. Wow. Uh, Dr. Peter Vincent Pry, Executive Director, uh, Chief of Staff of the Congressional EMP Commission, uh, thank you so much for being here on Aaron Klein Investigative Radio. Well, thank you so much for having me and becoming part of the solution by helping educate the public about the EMP threat the mainstream media never talks about. Thank you. Uh, up next, phone calls, unscreen. I see Jimmy in Brooklyn is here. We're going to get to him next, plus more unscreened phone calls. If you want to join in on the act. Okay, so we have that. Um, again, I wanted everybody to be aware of that particular scenario because that, again, could be the absolute total. And then they would, even even if North Korea didn't do it, wouldn't that be the perfect scapegoat? Look at what North Korea did. We didn't even see it coming. Give me a break. They've got a whole EMP commission in, in Congress or whatever telling you you should shoot down, or at least this one gentleman in particular, President Trump, shoot down these satellites. Do something to disable them. Get Do not let them go over America twice a day at bare minimum. And nothing's being done. It's like, okay. <laughs> so, anyway... Let's go to the next report. Millions already chipped. Now this is just... I have talked about this before. I have done some reports, but I'm just getting more confirmation on this all the time. RFID 666 implant done without Obamacare. Now, I can't say it's 666, but they're putting that in there for whatever. You should never receive a microchip implant as this offers a pathway and connection to the beast system and the World Wide Web or the Matrix, like they talked about in, you know, that show the Matrix. All data collected by the microchips can be uploaded and absorbed into the web, and that is their objective. You are 
there are YouTube channels and Christian leaders now telling their subscribers that it's okay to receive an RFID chip implant because microchips aren't the mark of the beast. Please do not listen to them. This is strong delusion. We are in the end times. And I, you know, I couldn't agree more. You should not be taking any kind of... I'm not even saying... I mean, the mark of the beast is going to be... You're going to have to have it to buy, sell, or trade, or whatever. You're going to have to have it for transactional type of things. Okay, The mark of the beast has not been implemented yet. But you should not take any microchips into your body, period. They can affect you on a physiological, a mental, who knows what they can do to you on, on a neurological level. Okay, Once you start, once you introduce a microchip into your body and it becomes part of your physiology, you are in effect not fully quite human anymore. What do you mean? Well, you're part machine. Especially if that microchip can affect you from a psychological and neurological a biochemistry level you're not you're not fully you anymore there's another thing inside you that could be calling the shots or at least affecting your decision making so what a cyborg is is part human part machine so this is not something you want to mess around with propaganda about the rfid which radio frequency identifier chip which rfid that's what that stands for and other implantable technologies is now being fed to the public we see the millennials listening to these messages most people who willingly receive an rfid chip implant are the millennials well they're they're thoroughly brainwashed through the public school system and college public college systems and these types of things and all of the other things on social media and elsewhere but the New World Order wants to chip everybody. There is evidence they have made this a priority objective. I have studied medical devices for the past five years. Now, this is the, I believe it's a lady uh, posting this. I have studied medical devices for the past five years and teach classes on informatics, whatever that is, medical technology and trends. Every semester, I teach my students about the use of RFID in healthcare and future projections about its use which is going it's going to explode at this point now this is this might be the most important um current event i'm bringing you today there's a i mean a, granted it's, it's hard to like gauge it all when you've got emp attacks potentially coming from but this is something that can affect you on a physiological on a spiritual level if you're contemplating and this is something that could have horrific results so listen to this. At this point, I can't help but believe a conspiracy is underway. Well, of course. Isn't Satan the most subtle beast of the field? He doesn't want you to know that you're in, you know, like a vat of, of water that they're going to be turning up to a slow boil, like the, the whole analogy about the frog and the boiling water. You put it in when it's lukewarm, he doesn't jump out. Then you slowly turn it up to it's a slow boil, and then he's cooking. He doesn't jump out. He never realized really what hit him the frog okay that's how he wants all of us so again i'll say this at this point i can't help but believe a conspiracy is underway as companies have secretly embedded microchips into a variety of implants people without people knowing about it they're not telling you you're they're not even asking you for informed consent these microchips show up in knee and hip replacements pacemakers and defibrillators cochlear implants which are the for the ear like a hearing aid 
breast implants, and a variety of prosthetics. Let me be clear, not all of these implants contain microchips, but some of them do, so it's a total dice shoot at this point. And this could mean that millions of people are, are microchip, have microchip implants already inside them. We were warned back in 2007 by NBC that, a, that society at large was headed in the direction of a brave new world. Aldous Huxley. It seems many people did not take this clip seriously or seem to care about the projection that was made that by 2017, which is this year, now this was 10 years ago, people would have a microchip underneath their skin. But over the past decade, there have been concerted efforts to chip, hardwire, connect, and digitize everything in our lives. And now the focus is on our bodies. Once again, do not accept any microchip implants, microchip implants ever. So I'm going to go ahead and roll this uh, video here now. The RFID chip has been the source of controversy for a long time. Is it the mark of the beast? Is it a threat? Now, I know this lady that doing doing the thing, I've had listeners email me. It's C. Irvana, you know, she's off here. She's, okay, I, I get it, okay. 99% uh, of the sources that I use, I'm not in total agreement with. So, um, just bear in mind, it's, it's the information I'm trying to get you about this. To humanity, will it be used to track us, to watch us? Now, in the video, if you choose to watch the video, they're actually... Um, showing somebody being implanted, it looks like in their right hand, uh, thumb, back of the thumb region, uh, with an RFID chip implant. I mean, it's injectable, it's it's probably the size of a grain of rice. I don't know if it's the digital angel one or whatever, but they're showing it happening. To follow us. And most importantly, will this little device be mandated by the New World Order? It is very important for you to listen carefully to this entire video. Well, of course it's going to be mandated. The Antichrist, the false prophet, yeah. I mean, this, that's what the mark of the beast is. And if you don't take it, you know, you get your head chopped off. I mean, that's what the Bible says. I'm sorry, but, you know, better to, you know, be beheaded than suffer in hell for eternity and then be thrown in the lake of fire. There's no choice there. I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I'm not going to tell you, well, yeah, you can still take it and still go to heaven. No, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says if you take it, you are going to burn in hell and then be cast in the lake of fire at the great white throne judgment. So I'm here to warn you about that and to never take that. And I will never say it's okay to do that because the Bible's very clear. Yeah. I realize there are various interpretations of Revelation 13, 16 through 17. Some believe the mark is a transhuman process that people go through at the end of the age, while others believe it is a symbol of loyalty to the beast kingdom on earth. Some suggest it's a graven image placed inside of the human body. I've done teachings on this. Just key in mark uh, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Uh, what you do is you just key in the, the word and then just hit enter. And it'll show up, and I've done several, they're, they're a little bit dated, but the information really is, is I, I believe, just as accurate right now. I haven't really changed my, my viewpoint on it. Um, it's probably, I don't know, seven, eight years since I've done those teachings. But um, I, I'm, I'm trying, what I'm trying to do is be 
as biblically correct as I can, theorizing, okay, this is most likely going to be the scenario of the mark. What is it going to be? And, and um, obviously, I do believe there's going to be, have to be some type of microchipping involved because how could you buy or sell and do these types of things? It meaning something that you're going to have like every single thing, every single thing you have, like all your credit cards, all that other stuff will be encapsulated in this one chip. You can wave it over whatever and it's going to debit your bank account or whatever, debit your credit card or whatever, okay? How could that just be like a 666 number tattooed on your hand? That, that There's no way it could just be that. Maybe that will be part of it, okay? But there, all, there, will, there will be some type of implantable thing in your body, some type of microchip that, where you'll be able to do all, all of your transactions. And then also, I believe it will affect you on a, unbelievably on a spiritual, it will most likely change your DNA, okay? Because you will not be able to go back once you do that. You, I truly believe that once you take the mark, you will not be able to be saved. I do not believe you will be the same from a genetic standpoint anymore there's going to be some type of dna alteration that goes on where you would have no desire whatsoever to ever get that you're going to be under satanic mind control from there on out if you weren't already it will seal the deal and that's why the bible says if you take it you're gonna you know you're gonna end up burning in hell and still others believe. And again, she puts the Bible verse here. And he causes all, both small and great and poor and free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save that he have the mark. No man might buy or sell, save they have the mark. Okay, how could that just be a tattoo on the hand? Or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here in his wisdom, let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of man, and his number is 603 score and 6. So it's 666. That's what in the King James, that means. It to be an RFID implant. You might remember back to 2007 when NBC aired a series about life in 2017. In one spot, Brian Williams references this year as the start of A Brave New World. This is a clear reference to Aldous Huxley's novel. This novel warned us about technology and how it can be used to control society. That brave new world will include, it's estimated, some 20... In another spot, Williams focuses on the possibility that a microchip implant will be placed under people's skin in 2017. More now of our special coverage here tonight, life in the U.S. in 10 years' time. By that time, there may be all kinds of new ways... Okay, and I did a study on this. I just want to say this real quick because there's a video off to the right side here because I'm, I'm on youtube right now and it's it's called proof of mind control testing microchip in microchip implant victims now if you want to know more about this on absolute proof that this is going on that a lot of people are already implanted with microchips watch this video because they they were literally testing people in the random people excuse me random people in the crowd that were listening to this lecture that had no idea they had been implanted and they've got he's got this little um wand type of device that can pick up because they're good it's going to emit signals it's going to emit electromagnetic frequencies that can be picked up with these um wand devices okay and he's picking it up in a ton of people and it's oversights where they've i believe where they've had like surgeries and and um replacements and i'm not sure about vaccinations i'm, 
I'm pretty sure that a lot, yeah, the flu vaccines. That's right. The senior citizens that had had the flu vaccines, it was it was popping off over the sites where they had had their flu vaccines in their shoulders. So in other words, people have already been injected with microchips through the vaccines, which is what I have been warning about for years. Going back to probably 2009 when I did that swine flu expose, I did a ton of teachings at the end of 2009 on the swine flu, if I recall right. And I, and I think that was the first time I started getting into the fact of be really, really be careful because they can implant you I think I even went back further than that, though. They've been able to... In other words, Hitachi has had microchip dust, okay, that they've admitted to since, I believe, 2001. Okay, whereas you could put microchip dust in vaccines and have no clue that it's even in you. And only God knows what it's doing in you. This is another gigantically huge reason I have been so against against the vaccines because it is it is such a depopulation mind control tool and they're actually now microchipping people through the vaccines and i know through the flu shots which are just horrific by themselves without any microchips and you can actually pick up the electromagnetic frequencies with these wand devices and it's it's the the website is i c a a c t i I-C-A-A-C-T dot O-R-G. Okay, they're the ones that are doing that are doing these wandings of people and, and are showing, I mean, these are random people that show up to hear these lectures and they're picking up all of these different types of people that have been microchipped and they didn't even know it. And it was, a lot of it was just from the vaccines. So I wish the world wasn't so unbelievably wicked and satanic and there weren't so many agendas afoot to kill us and to track us and to mark us and to defile our dna but unfortunately this is the situation we find ourselves in it's it's the most perilous time i've ever seen there's so many um landmines everywhere you turn you've just got to be super vigilant and careful and the bible says you're gonna have to be that way in the end times jesus christ said that essentially so i'm not going to play the other video because I, I did that before but again it's proof of mind control testing microchip in microchip implant victims just key that in and you'll find it uh the videos on it and i mean it's it's unbelievable is to safeguard and identify all those things that make each of us unique our faces even our fingerprints even our eyes here now with more on the future of technology nbc's tom costello the year is 2017. You're rushed to a hospital, unconscious with no ID or medical history, but thanks to a microchip under your skin, it's all there. So in other words, they're, they're saying this news report, 2007, the year is 2017. You know, but you, they, and, and they use the, the one scenario where this would supposedly be useful because, oh, you're, you're unconscious, you don't have any way of conveying who you are or what medical issues you might have or what medical history you might have. Uh, I guess you had no wallet on you or anything either. And so the microchip, though, they scanned that, and now that saves the day. Science fiction 20 years ago, but a biometric reality today. The technology is based on answering one simple question. Am I who I say I am? 
Already, fingerprints and iris scans verify passenger identities at airports. Within 10 years, that technology may be even more widespread. And look for more complex facial recognition programs that scan a crowd of thousands looking for a single terrorist. Today's facial recognition software starts with the eyes, then it maps out the contours of the face and compares that against a database of millions, a database that's growing by the day. What's next? At the University of Bath in England, researchers predict big changes for consumers. I think it is possible to free us completely of our wallets and keys using biometric technology, if that's what people want in 10 years' time. In fact, it's already here. The latest home security locks use fingerprints to control deadbolts. And at the Jewel Osco grocery store in Chicago, some customers pay using their fingerprints. No paper or plastic. You don't really need anything. I mean, this was in 2007. You know, this is crazy. If you have any, also, um, cameras built into your computers, your laptops and stuff like that, I mean, you should have that, that covered. If you have any fingerprint scanners on your, like, like, you should have all that covered. You shouldn't be using that stuff. I'm just saying. I mean, I know a lot of people now, it's just it's what they do or whatever. But, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just never going to end. It's going to get worse. And, it's going to get more and more invasive. And, and, and you know, it, there's going to come some point where you have to say enough is enough. Other than your hand, and you already got that with you. So will future department stores scan our irises, like in the movie Minority Report, then offer products catered to who we are? Hello, Mr. Yakamoto. Welcome back to the Gap. Experts say that technology is here now. So it shows Tom Cruise walking into like some kind of mall in the future, and it instantly scans his iris as he goes into the mall, and then he's got literally customized ads for him as he's walking through the mall that are popping up around him challenge is to safeguard our privacy in a brave new world. Tom Costello, NBC News, Alexandria, Virginia. RFID has gained a strange and rapid popularity over the past decade. And now people are openly chipping themselves and posting videos online about their experiences. Other implantable devices are also being popularized by the mainstream media, now more so than ever. Why have these device implants become so popular? We've seen sources pushing this message for some time now. BuzzFeed, a YouTube channel that knowingly pushes New World Order propaganda, just featured a segment of a man who used an RFID implant to pay for all of his bills. Is it a fakery, or is there really something about this chip? The RFID chip is exceptionally dangerous, and there is a reason why. It hardwires you to the World Wide Web, the Matrix. RFID chips and other implants can interact with your body and collect data and upload this data to the WWW that was birthed at CERN in 1989. The fact is that... I mean, unless you live in a Faraday cage all, all day long, you can be tracked with these things. And and when you're out and about in these... I mean... <laughs> Man, I mean, it, it is worst-case scenario type stuff as far as being invasive. Program microchips are so advanced in 2016, they can collect massive quantities of information on just about every aspect of your body, including tracking disease progression, tracking blood glucose levels, tracking hormones, etc. Early on, RFID implants were marketed to high-risk populations, such as the elderly, people with dementia, people with diabetes or epilepsy, 
This was done under a patent called Verichip, which caused a firestorm of speculation that it could be an early test run for the Mark of the Beast. The problem is that... Remember, Kushner, you know, Trump's son-in-law in the 666 building at, was it Madison Avenue or whatever, which is like three blocks away from Trump Towers, 666, um, you know, I believe Madison Avenue. In there, you've got Lucent Technology as well, which are developing the Mark of the Beast. Partly, do, and then his, his other brother is in that other healthcare thing, and I, I did this re- report, I don't know, it was a couple months ago, you can go access it, and... They're doing this type of microchipping of elderly patients to track them and bringing that all in. It's all, and they're all connected. And this isn't Donald Trump's essentially his family that they're doing this. Many people were so obsessed with Verichip that they completely overlooked a much larger problem. I will expose this problem in this video. But let me first tell you some details about how I know this. I've said little about myself, and I'm very sorry to have to maintain such strict anonymity. I currently serve as a professor of science at a school of medicine. I am also a part of the alternative health community. In my career, I've worked in infectious and communicable disease epidemiology. It may sound like... She's playing a commercial from that time period, I believe, and it's showing all these elderly people with the, with the microchip, the implantable microchip that they're being implanted with, which is the same thing that Kushner's uh, brother is doing, okay, in mass, in the new healthcare program, with the elderly, under the guise of, oh, well, what if they have dementia that we're causing, okay, through all of the chemtrails and all the nanoparticles of aluminum that lay down and, and have an affinity for the brain, which cause dementia and Alzheimer's and these types of things. They're creating that through the chemtrail program and through the GMOs and all the other garbage they're doing. The fluoride, which calcifies the pineal gland and, um, you know, burns out your lower brain lobes, which gives you no ability to resist. They're creating all of these problems and through the vaccines, the aluminum in the vaccines and the mercury and all these other things. So they're creating these problems and the elderly are coming up with all of these, these uh, mental type problems. So then they come in and they sweep it and they say, well, what if grandpa has some episode and he gets out of the retirement home and he's wandering around, well, how are we going to find him? Well, microchip him. Or if what if somebody finds them and, and, and they don't know who they are? Okay, well, microchip him and then we can scan the microchip or whatever. So they're showing this commercial here of all these these elderly people holding up like with the microchips in between their fingers before they're implanted and smiling at them like it's their best little buddy and oh I love him so much he's gonna save my life this microchip and it's one of these it's like a it's like one of those uh, like the drug commercials they play nowadays where you know they've got this wonderful music in the background and then they give you the list of side effects you know at the at the end there. <laughs> that are just beyond horrific. The mouthful I realize, but it is true. I studied and tracked the progression of a variety of diseases in the public. Within the past five years, however, my research has been in medical technology, informatics, medical equipment and trends, and I teach students in these areas. I have worked extensively with medical robots, biometric systems, radio frequency identification, and know the potential danger of these technologies. 
I now speak out publicly against RFID and biometrics in healthcare. I believe humanity is facing one of the greatest assaults on the right of privacy that we have ever seen, and I'm determined to fight back against it. The RFID chip revolution began around 2002 through 2004, mostly as a concept that had not fully been implemented. Around 2005 through 2008, the chip began to be introduced into the markets. This was around the time when Walmart began cooperating with the Department of Defense in the United States on a massive RFID initiative. Europe has been quicker to adopt RFID. So Satan Mart, I mean Walmart, and the Department of Defense teamed up, just like they did, teamed up with the Homeland Security about see something, say something, through Janet Napolitano and all that. No, Walmart is just pure evil. Pure evil. So if you shop there, understand that you're funding your own destruction. Just like when you pay into the IRS. You're funding your own destruction. Because that money is not used to run this country. The Grace Commission determined that back in, in 1984 under Reagan that not one dime of what you put into the IRS runs this country. Okay, that basically goes to the interest on the federal debt and to the bankers and to black projects and things of this nature. Okay, other taxes that are already embedded into things like gas taxes for the roads and things like that's what actually runs the country. Okay, so anyway, I just got off on a little tangent there, but yeah, that's this is what we're we're, we're dealing with here. And, and Walmart is pure evil. I mean, bringing in mass goods from China, slave labor goods from there taking away the jobs here and all of these other nefarious agendas they've got afoot at Walmart. I mean, it is just, they're so evil I can't even comprehend it. ID into use. And, and again, if you don't believe that, just key in Walmart in the keyword search box at, at contendingfortruth.com and done so many studies on them. Um, it boggles the mind. Now the chip is a part of everyday life of Europeans. Some Europeans have already received RFID chip implants for ease and accessibility, payment, and security. For example, a news clip release showed the mass chipping of an entire office in Sweden as a part of modernizing the complex. Here at the newly opened Epicenter office complex in central Stockholm, workers no longer need a badge or a pass... Showing this disgusting abomination of a human being with gauges that are so big where they stretch the earlobes out. And he's the one administering the chips because a lot of these people that do the chipping are like these really advanced tattoo artists and the ones that do body piercing because they're used to doing this. And just so you know, just key in tattoo in the keyword search box uh, because that's also related to all of this. And a lot of the tattoo artists literally, quote, bless their tattoo needles and stuff like that before they do work on a given base. They're literally Satanists. A very, very large percentage of these people that do this type of work are Satanists. So it's even better when you're getting an RFID chip from a Satanist. You're getting this cursed object put in your body from somebody that literally worships Satan. And I guarantee you this devil doing this in this video is a say. I mean, the way that he's got its hair and tats all over him and this gigantic gauges this is a person that is demon possessed to the toenails and you're putting you, you you're putting your <laughs> he's injecting microchips into you i mean it doesn't get much better on a satanic basis at least 
Photo to open doors. And she's smiling as she's getting it from this devil. The radio he's literally, he's got the gauges, he's got where he's got implants under his body, and even the latex glove, you can see this big round ring where he's got this implant in his body of like these, of, of like a, it looks like a round circle under the glove that you can clearly see. I mean, this guy, is, he's got him on both hands too, which is a nice touch, nice touch. Identification or RFID chip uh, is made of sick. He's got him off all of his arms. Antenna and a microchip with no need for batteries. It allows carriers to open doors, operate a photocopier, uh. or swap contact details via a smartphone. So they're showing you going to the copier. Why do you got to use a an, uh, a an RFID chip to operate a copier? I guess they don't trust you that you're 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 not going to steal paper or make illegal copies. So you've got to be. And again, this is what this is all about micromanaging every single thing you do tracking where you're at in the office I've, i the last place i worked was getting this way and um this was back in my word 2004 i guess and it is one of the worst ways you could possibly have an office environment is to be absolutely micromanaged down to every single little thing and this is going to be a whole other level of micromanagement to work in these hellish offices where you're going to be tracked and um, monitored twenty, you know, every single moment that you're in there. The chip is the size of a larger rice grain. It's about 12 millimeters in size. That's put in with a syringe, and it sends an RFID code, so it's an identification tool that can communicate with objects around you. So practical here, you can open doors using your chip. Oh boy! You can. Uh, uh, do secure printing from our printers with the chip, oh, but you can also communicate with your mobile phone by sending your business card to individuals that you meet. While the current range of benefits... It's, it's all about convenience. It's, it's all, so much of it's under the guise of convenience. It really what it boils down to is kind of laziness. You know, oh, I don't want to do it. Not, I'd rather have this chip do it all for me. I don't care if I go to hell. I don't care if I burn in hell forever, but I'll have it easy now because I can do, like, stuff and send stuff to my whatever and, you know, hell, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice that all for a little bit of extra convenience now. I mean, it, it's so insane what we're talking about here. These people have no fear of God whatsoever. The chip offers is rather limited. Its makers say the aim is to explore possible uses and to see how products and services can be developed around. So, oh, good. She's at she's at a coffee bar and she and she doesn't have business cards because no, oh, we we don't want to have paper business cards anymore. So the guy puts his smartphone up to her chip and all of all of a sudden her basically her information goes into his phone. And he's got it. Oh boy, oh boy, my life's complete now. It was worth hell hellfire of course it was as long as i can now i'm not saying that this is the mark of the beast but i'm saying do you think this person is really gonna if, if they're willing to do this now that they're gonna have any kind of resistance when the real mark of the beast comes and who knows how this is affecting you on a spiritual level and also the whole thing they've done a lot of research that, that a lot of these people that are getting these chip implants are getting cancer at the same site of the chip implant because it's giving off electromagnetic radiation that is not we are electrical beings okay electromagnetic radiation is not something that we need 
that we need to have little transceivers in our body giving off these pulses. A lot of the people are turning up with cancer. This is a big reason they're doing all this stuff now with 5G and in all of the um, the smart, you know, the CFL bulbs, which is so much dirty electricity, and the smart appliances and the smart meters outside your house. They are trying to fry your electrical system. Okay, with all of this new, quote, technology, which will be tied into these microchips. And they, there is nowhere you'll be able to go other than if you live in an EMP-proof container where you'd be able to escape this stuff, especially if you had an RFID chip in you. The technology. It's hoped in the future workers equipped with the chip will be able to purchase food in the canteen oh, and even good. get health checks. Let me, let me see. Food? Hell. Hmm. Which one do I decide? I don't, I think I'm going to pick Hellfire. You know, why not? You know, because I want food. Food is, is and it's, it's not that they're going to get the food. It's the convenience of it all. Convenience, food, or Hellfire. Ah, convenience or food. I mean, well, there, is there really any choice? Is there really any choice? Come on. Some of the future areas of use, I think, like anything where you today would use a PIN code or, 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 a, or a key or a card. So payments is, I think, one area. Uh, I think also for healthcare reasons that you can sort of uh, oh, uh, communicate with your doctor. You mean disease propagation care? Because they don't cure nothing. They just kind of perpetuate it and they give you some drugs to make the symptoms kind of go away while the underlying problem continues to worsen. And then you eventually become a surgical candidate, just like they do with all the heart meds, till you finally got to have your chest cracked open or get that angioplasty to squish the fat against the side of your artery walls. That's not fixing a thing. Just keep coming back. No, they wouldn't want to fix the problem with anything like IV, EDTA, or chelation, or oral chelation, or actually like herbs like Hawthorne, or things to actually strengthen your heart. Nah, let's just let the disease process run its course, and we'll turn you into a surgical candidate, and then you'll have to get more surgery, and then you'll die, and then we'll have all your money. But hey, you know, you got your quote, health care. No, it's disease propagation care. That's what it is. It's not health care. And, and you can get data on what you eat and, and, and sort of what your uh, physical status is. Its manufacturers claim the chipping is completely safe, but it has raised concern oh, among civil liberty groups worried that it's not hacker safe and could be used without oh, the wearer's consent. Hackers. That's the, well, that is, that is true. It's hackers, but you know. I'm more thinking along the lines of hellfire more than hackers. Also, the tumors that can form at the site. Also, the, the yeah, your ability to be hacked and have all your data downloaded by some hack. Yeah, that's, that's, that's legit, it's, but it's one of the lesser things, if you ask me, compared to what the other implications are. To track their whereabouts or gain access to private information. What I'm about to say might shock you. And I know it to be a fact because of my expertise. The elites have already chipped millions of people while they have slept. Yep. When they were put under during surgical procedures and received medical device implants. Did she's so she's showing the surgeries in the background. I can't stand watching surgeries, but she's literally backing up what she's saying here. In the background of the video, she's showing you actual schematics and things of these uh, patents in schematics where they're actually showing that they're like the, in particular in this particular case, this particular hip joint. Where are the sensors in the? They've literally got sensors embedded 
or microchips embedded in these implants that they're putting in people and they're not telling you that you're being implanted sometimes with multiple implant uh, microchip type sensor implants do you know that medical technology companies began to secretly implant chips into devices like hip implants i mean it's showing it right here sensors three different sensors one picks up ph uh, one picks up temperature, one picks up load elect load, and then another electrical. Sensors send an alert when they also detect bacteria. And then it shows connected to these sensors as a microprocessor antenna. Microchip shown in implant in a hip implant from a 2007 U.S. patent. The patent number is uh, 201-002-04802. This is from 2007. Who knows how many people, millions, are walking around implanted, if not from the flu shots and the other vaccines, from this. And nobody's being given informed consent. Do you think they're going to tell you when you get a flu shot? Oh, you know, another little benefit of this flu shot, other than the uh, mercury and the aluminum and the uh, other things that we culture, the flu shot off, you know, whether it's diseased green Reese's monkey kidneys or aborted babies or whatever, which is what they do. I mean, you know, those are some of the culturing mediums of vaccines, uh, which I've got into tons of times. But you're also getting a little uh, microchip in here that, uh, you know, is going to help you out here. You're not, we're not going to tell you anything because we're satanic, we're evil. Hey, we're the medical cartel system. I mean, the medical cartel system is doing this to people in mass and not telling any of them. They're not, they're not being given informed consent. They're not being given informed consent about all the horrific side effects of the vaccines. I got so much information on the, new information on the vaccines now. I, I don't even know how long the study's going to be. It, it's so much. It's so voluminous. It, and it's all so evil. It boggles the mind. And I've probably done more studies on vaccines than any other one. Now, it's been a while. But it's like, every time I turn around, I'm just seeing some other totally satanic, evil, nefarious, malevolent agenda that the medical cartels are foisting upon humanity as one of the main control mechanisms of Satan. So do not trust them. Do not trust the hospitals. Do not trust your MDs. They're brainwashed. Okay, unless they're like come out of the matrix and, and are doing like alternative types of things and realize the error of their ways. Now, I'm not saying that emergency medicine in order to save a life is bad, but it's sure bad if they're in there implanting you when you're not aware of it. Yeah, that's real bad. You know, what's the trade-off there? How is it affecting you spiritually? Is there a demonic... Um, component connected to the implant that we're not seeing well what do you mean like it's a cursed object like the iud's that i don't know if they're doing that i don't think they are anymore but the iud's it was well known that they were that that by witches that the iud's had a cursed spiritual like a cursed object component to them and i look at my mom and she had one of those for years and guess where her cancer showed up when, that killed her in her uterus that's where it all started and it was so bad at the end with my mom that when they went in there they couldn't even cut through it it was so malignant and i mean the, the doctor just basically sewed her back up and said you know yeah you could try chemo radiation but you know it's probably not even gonna work it was so bad Guess where it showed up, right? 
exactly where she had that stinking thing for years. They are cursed objects. Okay, now you may not want to hear that, but I'm telling you right now. <laughs> it's witchcraft in that regard. An IUD is witchcraft. It's a continual abortion of babies. What do you mean? Well, it creates a, an inhospitable environment in the uterus for implement, implantation of a fertilized egg. It doesn't interfere with conception, really. It interferes with the baby that's already been conceived that comes down the fallopian tube and it, it cannot implant into the uterus because the IUD is there irritating the uterine lining. It's an inner uterine device. It's IUD. That's what it stands for. Guess what? Birth control works in a very similar fashion. And it can be abortifactant. Meaning you can be on birth control, conceive, but when the little baby, the little fertilized egg, the baby, I'm going to call it a baby, because I believe life begins at conception. The Bible says, before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet under the nations. He said that to Jeremiah. God says, before he forms us in the womb, he knows us. So, at bare minimum, life has to begin at conception. Because he knows us before we're conceived. No, God doesn't put the, the, the soul into the egg and, and the, the fertilized egg until like the uh, 42nd day. Or no, the sixth month. No, there's no Bible for that whatsoever. And there's other verses that basically say the same thing. You know. But birth control can work the same way. The pill, the patch. All of those can work that exact way. Where they're not preventing conception. They're just killing the baby because the baby is aborted in its own uterus because the uterus is not a hospitable place for implantation of a fertilized egg. That's one of the many ways that birth control works. The, that type of birth control, hormonal type birth control, can all work that way. IUDs work that way. I've got into this at length in many other videos, just can't abortion. And then all the witchcraft connected with the abortion clinics and how many witches own them. It's, it's not it's not my opinion it is easily provable fact on that and then we have this this wonderful thing how they're implanting people now through vaccines and i was warned about this before i ever got any real super mm, proof now when you can wand somebody over a site that they got a flu shot and they're like i never had anything in that sight but a flu shot you know 100 verifiable that they are implanting people without their consent you get no informed consent with these vaccines or with this kind of stuff you know it, it's unbelievable what is going on and there's no public outcry as far as i could see total knee replacements titanium rods medical mesh pacemakers and defibrillator medical mesh titanium rods you wouldn't think why would you need that for medical mesh? Like, okay, what's that for? Like, okay, somebody gets a hernia. They go in there, they install mesh. Um, titanium rod? What, like for, like, uh, I don't know, broken bone type of thing? Maybe, you know, I, I'm not... Yeah, but it's, it's, it's an excuse to get you implanted without your consent. It's satanic. Prosthetics and even breast implants now contain small microchips inside of them. Breast implants. There are millions of people on Earth who walk around with these implants. 
the conspiracy to place microchips into people began back in the first decade of this century. I mean, defibrillators are showing pictures of that. That's a purely an electronic device. I mean, it's electronic from the get-go. It's an electrical problem with the heart. Okay? Which, what you need is about nine vasculin a day by standard process and about two to three magnesium, 300 from an eight. I mean, that's what I would try that first before you go get a defibrillator, which is an electrical issue with the heart. And then get the upper part of your back adjusted because that's your nerve supply to the heart. So you get your upper back adjusted. You get the, the, those nerves cleared out from a chiropractor. Okay, the upper part of the back in particular and the neck, I think that'd be good. And then you go on nine vasculin and two to three magnesium 300. Vasculin by standard process. Whether you get it from me or somewhere else, whatever. That is what I would prescribe for an electrical problem with the heart. Or a valve problem, like mitral valve prolapse and these types of things. Okay, try that first. Before you get some electrical device implanted in you that you're going to be dependent upon for the rest of your life. And what happens again if the grid goes down and that thing needs service and all of a sudden it stops working? Or what if you get hit with an EMP attack and guess what? Your pacemaker's done because it just got fried. You die. Most likely, you're probably going to die. The problem is that everybody was focused on Verichip. What they didn't realize is that chipping began before Verichip was mastered. She is showing schematic after schematic after schematic of different prostheses and, and all of these different things you can get in your body implanted, breast implants of this, with the microchip, you know, microchip proof from a schematic type standpoint. She's showing one after another. Look at it. Roughly around the years, 2007, through 2008. There's the one for the year. The year of Obama's election. Millions of microchips are sitting inside of people's bodies as a part of a medical device. Change happens. Change happens because the American people demand it. Let <laughs> me provide further evidence that chipping every individual is not a conspiracy. It is a fact whether it's the mark of the beast or not, they want to chip every single person Absolutely. in the entire world. Here is a white paper. Guaranteed there's going to be a component, or there is a component of these chips that they have not turned on yet. Okay? They're going to make you very, very, um, maybe open to suggestion regarding what they're going to be piping into that chip. I don't think they've actually activated that particular component yet. But if they've already gotten millions of people chipped and then they turn on whatever really influences those chips, can you imagine the mind? I mean, what if what if they wait until, like, let's say an EMP attack? What if they wait till the shock and awe moment? We've got multiple natural disasters. We've got EMP attacks. We've got foreign countries invading. we got the UN taking over. We got no food supply. We got the water shut down, grid down situation, and then they then they start to activate the chips, and the chips make people nuts. The chips make people just go insane, and then they don't have their meds to boot. Can you imagine the chaos, the the, the savagery that we're going to end up seeing? And who knows? I might not even know the half of it. I mean, there might be whole other levels to this. Th then you combine it with the five G. 
and harp and scalar weaponry and the smart meters and the CFL bulbs and all the other ways they can affect us from a radio radio frequency type of standpoint. I, it boggles the mind to think about the implications. Used by Skyatech and its parent company, Jadek, an industry leader in healthcare RFID. If you aren't familiar with what a white paper is, it is a government or authoritative document that gives direction on a particular issue. The white paper outlines the importance of embedding microchips into a variety of devices in the medical setting. There could be many benefits, including cost savings for the hospital, but it also gives the ability to track patients in real time. This white paper is from December 2007. This was around the time of NBC's Brave New World special featuring microchips. It was the year the presidential election began in the United States. And it was also the year that the traitor American Medical Association wholeheartedly endorsed implantable microchips in healthcare. All people were worried about during this time was a Verachip injection. They didn't do it this way. They didn't chip people this way. They found another covert means of doing it. I believe RFID and other implantable technologies are extremely dangerous to privacy. You know, at the time I did, if you key in V-E-R-I-C-H-I-P, Verachip, I did, I believe, several studies on them. In fact, I think I, I interwove that into the Mark of the Beast studies that I did. And that was one of the reasons I did the Mark of the Beast studies, because of the Verichip. But little did I even know that they were doing it a totally different covertly way. In other words, it's like a magician. Look at my one hand while the other hand is actually the one where you're getting the deception. Or in other words, you're being distracted with one thing about this when... It's actually the other hand that's actually really deceiving you and really pulling the wool over your eyes. That's what they were doing with this Verichip. That is why I'm speaking out. I believe the microchip plays a part in the overall mark of the beast because it links you or hardwires you to the World Wide Web. This type of implantable technology will play an essential role in the tracking of humankind upon the earth in the near future. That's one of the most important videos I have ever played ever in all my years of ministry because of the spiritual implications of these implantable microchips and obviously the mark of the beast. So I, I just, you know, <laughs> I can't even believe the information I'm reporting on anymore. Well, I am way over time on this part. I am going to go to part three next, and we're going to continue talking about this subject of the microchips, but we're going to be switching gears and looking at it from different angles here. So God bless you, and see you in part three.